are we rolling? We are rolling. It's time. I just tested that. It mic. is time. Do you have your drink? Yes, let's go. All right. Here's to episode, episode two. two. Okay. Oh. Need help you? Ow! Do you ever do that where you do Maybe a sit and your mine. skin gets ripped? No. <laughs> All right, cheers. Do you have to cheers. sniff it like it's an essential yes, oil? Yes, I just want to make sure it's not going to make me vomit. Cheers. All right. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode two of Queen, Queen and the, the Queer. Queer. I cannot believe we've made it this far. Oh it's my gosh, crazy. I know. It's all because of you guys. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> it feels like just yesterday we started this podcast. I know. It's insane. I know. I just man. That's all I had to say. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, that was really inspirational. That was really good. Thanks. Um Anyways, um, enough of that, but thank you guys once again for listening to one of our episodes, and we we are just going to keep on going, you know? We are nothing without our fans. So. Um, but anyways, you guys, uh, wow, it has already been a crazy, crazy week since we last talked, so this yeah. weekend was a little nuts for Garrett and I. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. And you know what? I know that we're, we're all new friends here, but Garrett and I... We're like kind of crazy, but we don't go that crazy. But this weekend got nuts and it was really funny. We got kicked out of a bar. Yeah, we like are like the times that like we plan to go crazy. We usually end up passing out like and watching Netflix yeah, or something. But like it's always the nights. It's supposed to be like low key. Someone like and stop by and have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Why does it happen like that? But that's my favorite. Like. There was this one time, Lexi, I'll never forget you. Well, I know I'll never forget because it happened like a few months ago. <laughs> um, but you had texted me and you said, hey, come over. Like, it's going to be a low key night. Just a few people are over or whatever. So I was like, OK, cool. There's like 18 people over when I get here. And I'm like, OK. And then Lexi comes in the kitchen and she's like, OK, tequila shots. And we start taking tequila shots. We were supposed to go out that night, were, and I didn't even make it out. I passed out on the couch and ended up passing oh out in yeah, the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that video of you in the bathroom, that was that <laughs> night. We have a video. We'll put it on our socials for you guys to see it. Yeah, it's I really fell funny. asleep in the bathroom. With Lexi's, his legs, like, turned in. Lexi's husband gets home. They get home, and Lexi's already, like, passed out upstairs in her bed. He gets home and finds me in the bathroom, and he was like, are you okay? And I stand up. To go back to the couch, I fall into the bathtub, and that's where I stayed until the next morning when I woke up. Oh, my gosh. I literally slept in your bathtub that's, that night. That's crazy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, we've had some pretty good times, and those have been on... <laughs> yeah, we've had some great times. <laughs> when my life flashes before my eyes, that's what I'm going to remember. Those are the moments we... <laughs> I'm so excited for your wedding speech, which... By the way, I have to be maid of honor over your sister. Of course. <laughs> hey, Molly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, our great times have really been put on hold due to COVID, Corona. Do you call it COVID or coronavirus? I don't really. 
I don't think I'm consistent with either one. I just kind of call it what everybody else is calling it. <laughs> like well, whatever scene, whatever got... Yeah, just whatever feels right. I, I really like calling it COVID because like if I am talking about it or my thoughts or something I've heard on the news, if I'm like COVID, people are like, oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. But if I'm like coronavirus, I feel like you don't sound as knowledgeable about it. Yeah, I'm not knowledgeable about it. So I just, I really just <laughs> I try say that. Yeah. I'm like COVID and people are like, oh. Ooh, oh yeah. my gosh, she's so smart. But due to, due to COVID, we <laughs> haven't COVID. been able to do anything. And no one has. It. I mean, everywhere's been shut down. Nashville's been shut down. But mm-hmm. this weekend, y'all, I swear to God, you would have never have known coronavirus existed. No. We, we went out. And yeah, they do the thing where you can't like come stand up to the bar. But it was absolutely packed. Like, literally everywhere was packed. You couldn't even, like, and you had to social distance, quote-unquote social distance. With the workers. In but... the bar and stuff. So, like, only a certain amount of people could be in. So there were just lines of people well, outside of Well, and then the patios bar. were packed. Like, it was awful. It was just insane. And so we're all just kind of freaking out. And um, Garrett and I walk out onto this patio and we see this big seesaw yeah. there. And it was, like, fenced off in the middle. And I was like, that's kind of weird. There was a fence around the yeah, main it was, it part was of like, the seesaw. It was like the black, the, the black like, tape that you would put, like, to, like, create, like, a line, mm-hmm. like, at, like, an amusement park. I just thought it was social distancing yeah. tape. I didn't think anything well, about it. And it was right in the middle. So, like, the seesaw was still hanging over. Like, you could still... For sure, get on the seesaw. Like, yeah. no big deal. Like, and they're like little light plastic things. You'd think if you couldn't be on them that they'd take them out. And so, Garrett and I are having a good time. It's our first night out. It's our first bar we've been to in months. We see the seesaws. We look at each other. We give each other the nod and we took over. And we, you guys, got pulled out of that bar by the, they're like, you, you, come with me. And Garrett thought it was like something positive. And I, I thought it was a dance off. What security guard <laughs> has ever come and stopped you, whatever I, you're doing, to bring you to a dance off? I don't know. Like, I just <laughs> thought he was like, wow, those guys are crazy. They'll have a dance off. And like, he was like, you, you, no, come over I here. So I was like, oh my God, yes. What attention am I going to get now? Yeah, no, I knew immediately. And he like <laughs> showed us the door. And I was like, what? And I tried to fight him on it. And you know, and not fight him. I was just like, sir, like, how can you kick us out? Like, you guys should get rid of your seesaws. There's no signs. And or he at least a verbal warning. Yeah, he didn't like, even give me the time of day. The bouncer was kind of hot. <laughs> was he? I didn't mm-hmm. even look. Was, like, I was so upset. I big, couldn't even like arms. look at him. Well, every bouncer is like that. I know, but him in particular. <laughs> kind of wish he had thrown so me out. I ca- yeah, I got thrown out. You like just followed me. <laughs> I was laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. I, I was like, here I am getting kicked out of a bar again. Gosh, so that <laughs> happened, and then we go to another bar, and Garrett, okay, if you want to learn a little bit more about your best friend, be around them when they see a celebrity. It is the funniest oh, uh, thing. Oh my god. <laughs> if okay. your friends are cool when you're around somebody who's like, whatever, you're like, okay, me and my friend can hang, because one day, maybe we may be celebs, and this best friend of mine, yeah, sure, I'll bring them to VIP, and they won't freak out. You'll we- bring me? I was going to, but now I'm double. Mm. I'm second guessing. Okay. We That's see. Being <laughs> we <laughs> we see um, Colby Calais. She's now in a country band called Gone West, and we see celebrities all the time in Nashville. But for some reason, Garrett. Just... Okay, I'm gonna pause you because I know where this is going. You saw Colby Calais. If Colby Calais walked past me and grabbed my ass, I wouldn't have a clue who she was. <laughs> 
like you you saw her and you were like do you know who that is and i'm like no you go it's colby <laughs> calais and i'm like okay okay no okay 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 i will give you that that did <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to learn more about your best friend and how they lie about you <laughs> no i did do that for you oh god you would not stop looking at her after that she was making me bubbly it started in my toes and I crinkled my nose. I was excited, yes. I was like, oh my God, that's Kobe Clay. And I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> but then, you know, okay, cool, move on. One of our good friends, I think, is seeing her now. So you got to be cool. That's when you're like, okay, wow, like, love that. Like, and I wanted him to kind of like fangirl in the corner with me. But like, <laughs> it did not stop. <laughs> he kept looking over his shoulder. Everywhere we went, every corner we turned. Then we moved to another bar with this group of people, and like Colby Glay was behind us, and he kept looking over his shoulder and like trying to like make jokes with like the crowd across the way. Hey, I made her laugh one time. Oh my god! I made a joke about my balls. (laughs) She laughed. (laughs) There we go. So Colby Kelly, if you're listening to this, I was the guy that made a joke about his balls. (laughs) Anyways. Um, that was a fairly good first night back into the world, but I'm definitely ready to give it another go. I think we need a redemption night. I think yeah. it could have been better. You guys, if you haven't come out or like gone, come out of phase two yet, um, just pace yourselves. I'm not like now the guide for it, but what I'm just trying to say is like, it's awkward, it you is. know? It's like, oh, here we are. Are we going to talk about coronavirus? Like, what are we going to do? And But then everyone's, like, going hard at the same time. But I don't know. It's weird times, man. Speaking of coming out, Garrett, when did you know you were gay? <clears throat> oh. Um, hang on. I'll spit my eyes out for this one. Um, I don't I don't remember a time that I didn't know, to be no honest. No way. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess like the same time that like any boy, like a stra- any straight guy would be like, start being like attracted to girls, like a you know? Like babysitter or something? Yeah. I mean, like, I-, I feel like, I feel like you're not like sexually attracted to people until you hit like a certain age, you know? Yeah. So like. I don't know. I got. Pre- <laughs> oh, I shit. Was- <laughs> I was really into NSYNC, like, and Aaron Carter. Like, I would stand up on my bed and make out with him when I was, like, six. Oh, yeah, I did, too. That's young (laughs) to be into somebody. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, when you're, like, you know, I think, like, I think guys especially, it's, like, you don't, it's just not something you, like, think a whole lot about until, like, until, like, you hit, like, a certain age, and then it's, like, okay, like, this is definitely, like, what I'm into, you know? Like, yeah. When you're, like, when you're six, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're into NSYNC, and yeah, you're into Aaron Carter, but you also see the teenage girls that you look up to that are doing that same thing. So, like, is it because you're into Aaron Carter, or is it because, like, this is what you think you should be, you know? Oh. And, like... Good point. I kind of, I kind of feel like... I don't know. It's like... It's like how... I, I feel like I feel like no straight guy ever has to like sit and think about like when did I decide like when did I first realize yeah. that I liked women like I've yeah. never thought about that either it was just it's that's just how the cookie crumbled yeah um but I didn't come out until after high school which I regret but I didn't come out until after why do you regret it because I feel like I feel like I spent so much of high school like trying so hard to be somebody that I wasn't and trying so hard to like 
not like fit in because I was kind of friends with everybody in high school. Like, no, I never got bullied. Like, I had it, I had it pretty easy compared to a lot of other people. Um, but I feel like I feel like if I had been more true to who I was and like at a younger age and like been braver about it, I feel like I feel like life would have just been that much better, you know. And like there were like there were like a lot of jokes that I wanted to make that I couldn't make because like oh you'd be gay and like I was a still am but was like a massive Celine Dion fan and like had the stickers on my books and like I feel like no one like I feel like I never really hit it very well yeah. anyway so it's like you may as well just so say you didn't it. ha- it's not like once you came out then you're a massive Celine fan no. you were always no oh, I've I, I've been in love with Celine Dion since I was a kid oh um that's that's been a that's been a big journey me <laughs> me and Celine that's been a journey for us Garrett will you tell them about the time you first had a boner because <laughs> This is my favorite story. Yeah. I even tell this story to people when Garrett's not there. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad you do. <laughs> Let me tell you about my friend's boner. We're all like on vacation, having a drink, sitting out by like the ocean. I'm like, oh, guys, like, want to know crazy? For whatever reason, I think I've probably had like random boners as a kid, but this is like the, <laughs> like, the one that I like, I remember because I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like. You, I feel like I don't know. Kids just have like random boners and shit. Like it just happens. Okay, you don't need to tell but, us <laughs> why people have boners. I want to know why you had when you had yours. But I was watching. Um, oh my gosh, Crossroads. Crossroads. Thank you. I was watching Crossroads with my a dad. legendary film. Oh, wonderful. Um, but I was watching Crossroads with my dad, and it was just the two of us. So that's manly. Um, but I was watching Crossroads and we were just like laying like on the couch or in bed or whatever. And I was probably six or seven. And, um, there is a scene when Britney Spears is in like some hotel room or something with her boyfriend or a love interest. I haven't seen the movie in a while, so I can't remember. Was it Justin Long or the other guy? Was it before she goes on the trip or after? Yeah, I think it was before. I don't remember. Because there's two hotel scenes. What was the one where, like, she's, like, in the bathroom getting ready and, like, puts the bra oh. outside of the door? Do you remember that? Yeah, that's the beginning. That's okay. Justin. You had a boner. Yeah, Justin Long, my first boner. <laughs> Justin Long, if you're listening to this, <laughs> call me. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got to be a guest. <laughs> Do you remember who Justin Long is? No. Everyone right now, let's pause so everyone can Google who is Justin Long. <laughs> no way. Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> yeah. He was in all those like early. Oh my god, he's forty two. Yeah, he's he looks like my old branch manager a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. Do okay now. Type in Crossroads. Okay. Because he was the geek. He was her science partner, so she wanted to bang him before she left. Do images. There it is. There's the scene. I remember it. That's the scene right here. <laughs> oh yep. my god. That was it. But Britain. But there. Yep. This was it right here. This guy. I wanted him when I was seven. Oh my gosh, that's but pretty incredible. That I think I think that that was the first time. That I can remember, like, seeing, like, a man, like, in, like, a sexual light was that movie. And, like, Britney was, like, doing the bra or whatever, and he was, like, laying in bed in his underwear. And, like, I was just like, oh. 
And so I remember mentioning it to my dad, like, dad, like something's going on. And my dad thought it was Britney Spears. And he was like, yeah, that's normal. Oh, my God. So, hey, dad, if you're listening to this. (laughs) That's iconic. Yeah. So Justin Long. Oh, trip down memory you lane. gotta ask your dad about that. He doesn't remember. Oh, and I'm not asking him about that. <laughs> you gotta bring it up. Let's get him on the line. That no. would actually be really funny. My my dad and I have come, well, it shouldn't have to be this way, but my dad and I have come a pretty long way. So the last thing I'm gonna do is like drag him back down yeah. that that lane but but for those of you guys listening garrett is single Mm -hmm. yes he is ready to mingle and flamingle and bojangle all (laughs) in you all okay (laughs) yeah any takers (laughs) who wants me to bojangle in the so you guys yeah obviously corona quarantine whatever you're calling this phase I, COVID. COVID, you know, during COVID, we've all done weird things. We've made TikToks. We've started cooking. We've tried to read a book. We've <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> we've pretended to meditate, you know, all those things. Right. But me, I got swallowed into this whole of 90 day fiance i am i've literally i've watched before the 90 days i've watched the this i've watched the i am obsessed with it and it is horrible television no one will watch it with me my husband my mom won't you don't even watch it like no one will watch it with me but i'm so obsessed so it's just the same story every episode i'm kind of over it i know but it's so good yeah um, but anyway, so it, it got me thinking, you know, my Garrett's single and like he acts like it's so hard to get a boyfriend, but I'm like seeing these people who ha- are getting married and I'm like, if they can do it, you can do it. Do not compare me to that weird little Danny DeVito guy on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, if he can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Big Ed, do not shame on Big Ed. I love you. Big Ed, if you're listening... We're gonna have you on the show. Yeah, big guy can buy a guy, buy a guy, buy a girl from Thailand, and so can I. Yes. So, <laughs> so I signed him up for um, Dominican Republic Cupid. You're fucking kidding me. Well, I haven't paid the fee, but I went through your profile, <laughs> and it is very detailed. So I had a guess on a lot of things. But it's been up for a week, and I gotta check the inboxes. And I. No. I had to like swipe and like like some, so I gave you a little head start. But I'm gonna give you your login and everything right after the episode. On and we're Dominican gonna Dominican Cupid. Yes, and if you're not into Dominicans, it's fine because just literally all you have to do is name a country and add Cupid. There's like South Africa Cupid. There's like Cuba Cupid. There's Kazakhstan. Asia. Yeah, no, literally. Okay. Yeah, just add, pick your country. We'll add Cupid at the end. We'll get you a newer profile, and we'll get it all set up. I don't really, I don't really know like what country I'm like looking for. Maybe like Canada. I feel like those guys are nice. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll stick with Puerto Rico for now and see where it goes. But so, anyways, that we'll is just so funny. yeah, we'll just see how it goes. But I need twenty bucks so I can pay for it. Okay. <laughs> hey, twenty bucks to maybe find the love of my life in the Dominican Republic. If you find the love of your life and they suck, I'm going to be so mad. I will be too. Too Too many of you guys have friends who like have been single for like what feels like ever and then they finally get a significant other and then they suck. 
you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. You're just going to have to like whoever it is. What? What is your type? We already talked about this. I think this. we touched on this yeah, before. Yeah, we did. Do you want a refresher? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but yeah, no. So we're going to see how that goes. And maybe maybe through the episode you'll find, or maybe through the season, the first season of um, Queen and the Queer, you'll find love. Thanks maybe. to me. That would... You just so want the credit. You don't, like, don't even care that I find love. You're just like, I did this. Yeah, I just think you need to poke a little fun. <laughs> poke. I know, totally. All right. Bow jingle. <laughs> okay, so Lexi has been talking about TikTok on the podcast for every episode that we've done. And um, she has actually kind of killed the game on TikTok. She's... Kind of proved everyone wrong. <clears throat> I was the underdog. No, you weren't. Yeah, no, everyone would say, oh, that's weird. You got a TikTok. Oh, yeah. That's no, so I was, weird, I was but the you're underdog. killing it. Um, but, like, how many followers do you have now? I, you guys, I don't know what's been in the water the past three days. I've been getting, so, I'm at, like, 41,000 followers. That's so cool. People listening are probably like, oh, 40,000. But when you are just a girl from a small town, that's a lot. <laughs> she really defeated the odds. I really did. And now look at me. No. But Lex has been, so a lot of her videos are just, like, goofy. But she decided to take her platform and put it to good use. Um, so about what, like three weeks ago, a month ago, two weeks ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> she, um, posted this video and she said, if everybody that follows me will send in like 50 cents, 25 cents, whatever. This is when I had 6,000 followers. 6,000. Right. I thought it was she, a big deal then. She was like, we can raise like all this money and we can give it to a server because COVID is like taking all these people out of work. So we want to give them a huge tip. How much money did you end up raising from that? Three or $3,021. And so... You tell them the rest. (laughs) This is your story. No, you're good. Um, So we gave three. Not not we, her and her husband. We, my husband and I, we gave three servers, three $1,007 tips, and they're all on my TikTok. I ended up posting the reactions on my uh, Instagram too. And so right after that, like the videos were still doing well on TikTok and everyone was like, oh, I missed it. I missed it. Do another, do another. And I was going to wait like a month or two. Cause that's like a lot to like ask money and stuff. And <laughs> it's a lot to ask people for 25 cents. It is, but you know, you got to <laughs> update everyone. So they don't think you're like lying to them and all right. this stuff. So I did another one and I'm at like 2,800 and it ends on Friday. So we still have a few more days left. So hopefully we get to 3000 again. So what's your plan with this one? Are you going to do one big payout to one person or split it up again? I really don't know. I would love... We had a really cool Uber driver over the weekend. I would love to tip an Uber driver That'd too. That'd be fun. So I don't know. I'm going to... Since there's less... Pre- since I have already done it before, I'm just going to kind of like see where the weekend takes us. I, um, I went with her and her husband. Oh yeah, husband he went to the third one. On the third one. And her husband was like, hey, can you, can you videotape this so we can like give it to her? And I was like, yeah, for whatever reason, Satan just jumped into my phone and wouldn't come out. So my video was on like flash flash the whole time. We gave Garrett the thing. He's like, oh, he panicked like a mom would. Like it was the funniest thing. (laughs) It was so bad. Like it's on flash. Like this poor girl's like already being put on the spot, getting videotaped. Yeah, he's like the camera. It was so funny. And we're like, Garrett, breathe. We can wait a second. And like, so we waited. And I think you got it off. I don't, I don't remember. Oh my gosh. Either way, she got her money. So no one's complaining. Yeah. Still, it was just like, 
Like, of course, like, you know, like the last thing we want to do is like draw attention to the people because they're already on the spot. But now well, and it's like vulnerable. You're like, what is going yeah, on? You're just like accepting. Like, yeah. And we're like, hey, like, much money. do you mind that we're filming you? And like, I don't know. I was at first I was like, no, like, we'll see if the reaction, if they're cool with it. And then everyone was like, please post the reaction. So <clears throat> all of our servers, except for the third one. We would ask, like, hey, like, we're vloggers. Are you okay if we vlog? Like, just to kind of get a consent. And then after, we were like, hey, like, is it cool if we share this video? And everyone was like, yes, it's totally fine. That's so, so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. But I'm really excited for this weekend. And I may end up, I don't know if I'll do it again. I would like to, like, every big increment of followers do it or something. Yeah. But somebody commented on my TikTok. They are like, you're the serial tipper. And I was like, oh. <gasps> I am. You should make a separate TikTok just for that. Nah, That's I'm just going to do it all on my own. Okay. I want to be all of it in one. But, like, let let what Lexi's doing, like, let that, like, kind of, like, be the catalyst for you to do, like, a random, like, act of kindness, you know? Like, it didn't, it didn't take a lot of effort for her to go on TikTok and say, hey, here's my Venmo, send me 25 cents. And so, like, yeah. but, like, with that, like... I'm not saying a thousand dollars is going to like completely change somebody's life, but you totally like change their situation or their day, you know, like it doesn't take that much. Yeah. It was really cool. And everyone was like, this is the best way I've ever spent 50. Some people said one person sent me one cent and I'm like, I mean, I did say every cent counts, (laughs) you know? So it was cool. But like, uh, I even got like a 13 year old girl, like reached out to me on Instagram because you can't really message on TikTok. And she was like, she sent me the longest, cutest message. And she was like, I'm 13 and I'm not allowed to have a Venmo, but I'm praying for you guys. And I'm Aww. like, oh my gosh. But yeah, it was really cute. Um, We talked about your boner. We talked about... Hmm, what did we talk about? Let's think. <clears throat> okay, uh, note for the editor. We're going to go back to the coming out story. Thank you. Wait, so let, I'm going to, like, set you up. Okay. So once you finally came out, how did you do it? Do you, like, get everyone together for a big party and do, like, a coming out reveal? Like, how does that work? Um, I don't know. I think everybody does it differently. But as dramatic as I love to be and, like, I love to make everything a big deal, um, I also grew up in a really pretty small town in the South where, like, being gay is just not okay it's very taboo it's very like okay to paint you a little picture and i know that you know this but to paint everyone a little picture a couple of months ago this past february in my hometown there was an ordinance meeting with us with the city commissioners and it had to be put up to a vote whether or not you can be denied equal employment and housing for being gay that's that's how conservative my town is and yeah, they voted it's no insane. so they voted that if we got to treat everyone equally should we or not and they've said no thank you so that's that's the town that i grew up in so it wasn't i think that and that's a big part of why i waited until after i graduated was i just didn't want to make life harder yeah. for myself than i had well, to. well it's got to be scary it's did you know any gay people like that you looked oh, yeah. up to that you oh, could yeah. confide in and like say how should i do this <clears throat> how did you do it i got i got really lucky um so my my grandmother um, my mom's mom I grew up in show business my entire life uh, she was a country music singer she had her own country music show uh, was friends with a lot of important people whatever um, and uh, so I, I grew up in a very like eccentric atmosphere it was very show business there were gay people all around it was never a big thing with my family personally but it was just it was kind of known that like 
they're cool and they're funny because they're gay but like that wouldn't be okay in our family you know like it's okay for other people um but one of my mom's best friends they've been friends since they were in fourth grade um his name is chad he's a radio dj he is him and his husband they've been together for like over 20 years they're the greatest people that i know and uh, i kind of call them like my fairy godparents and so um like they've they've always had my back like i've always had a really close connection with them they know my entire family um so i've i've always i've always had them to fall back on um I mean, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good now, you know, like, I'm strong, and, like, I, like, that's not really something that I even think about, but there for a really long time, I would have them on the phone for hours, because it is, it's, it's new waters, it's new territory, you have to figure out how to, like, find a new normal with your family, and, like, I never wanted my family to, like, ever look at me as anything other than Garrett, the way they've looked at me my entire life, um, and that's what I was scared about, um, but, so my dad and I, the, all of that aside, my dad and I, we've always had a really weird relationship. It's always been really tumultuous. Um, never, We were ne- never like a father and son, like friend kind of relationship. And I can't even remember why I was so mad at him, but I was so mad. And I went to my aunt's house, who is his sister, and I was just venting and I was talking and I was like, we were. it was just the two of us. And I was like, you know, one day I'm just, I'm going to say something to him that's going to hurt him on such a deep level and he won't even know how to respond like one day i'm just i'm going to say something that's going to shut him up forever and she was like what like you're gay and i was like yeah or you know just something like that i don't know and she literally takes off her glasses and stares at me and she says garrett how long are you going to keep this going oh my gosh i burst into tears oh yeah um i actually i don't tell this story a lot just because like i've just i kind of moved past all of this but like you guys are lucky yeah but like um but i i don't i don't really talk about this a whole lot it's not it's not like my favorite thing in the world but i just remember feeling the weirdest mix of like relief and fear all at the same it was like the weirdest it was like the weirdest thing in the world but it's like one of those things where it's like once you say that like once like like once you give life to that you can't like there's no going back from there you know um and so I told her and then um, for probably six months, it was really like I couldn't even say the word gay without crying. Um, so whenever I came out to my parents and my sister, I literally sobbed through the entire thing. And then it got easier and then it became like not a thing. And now it's just kind of a joke. Um, but my whole family, I mean, everybody knew like it wasn't a big secret. I think yeah. everybody was just kind of waiting for me, which is cool. Like yeah. nobody tried to out me except for my aunt. Um, but uh, I think it's almost like and I could be wrong or ignorant but like it's almost like a blessing when you're flamboyant like I feel like it's a little harder for those who aren't you know they're more masked and so like then it's like shocking when they're gay it's like what and maybe this is shocking but I've never considered myself flamboyant like I thought I hid it so well and I was yeah. like, oh, no one knows. You don't really dress it, but, like, with your mannerism, is it mannerisms? Yeah. Or, with your mannerisms yeah. and, like, your, My voice gives me away pretty easily. And easy. your favorite singer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But it's good. It's but just like, I, like, I didn't see that, you know? Like, that's yeah. not something that I even recognized about myself. And I kind of get it now. I yeah. think it's funny. Um, but literally everybody in my family was so cool. Everybody was so good about it. Yay. Um, thank God I have Chad and Chad has a great relationship with my whole Go family. Go Chad. Yeah, everyone needs a Chad. Everyone, everyone needs a, ch- a Chad and Kevin. Chad and Kevin, 
those are the two best people in the whole wide world. You're blessed Aww. if you have a Chad and Kevin. I feel like it's always like, and you know, I can't even really speak on this because I am not a gay woman and I'm sure everyone has their things, but it's just, you guys, it, everyone's expected so much to like fit certain molds and right. it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a stigma and like <laughs> men are supposed to act a certain way and, and women, women almost kind of have like the privilege of like not being held down to a mold that tight yeah so like you can like you can be a woman and like want to be a softball player and that doesn't mean you're a lesbian but you can't be a man and want to be a ballet dancer without everyone thinking you're gay yeah you know like it's totally different sorry am i boring you <laughs> i just did the biggest yawn should we talk about you for a minute <laughs> god when did you find out you were straight tell us about that um i actually your first my first crush like serious crush was i was 10 chad michael murray oh, cinderella good story one. like whole i like i would fantasize about him in my like, 10 year old dreams like it was insane Ew. i don't think it got that sexual you, like wake up soaking wet probably Ew. no <laughs> oh my god no um, I did. No, I was going to have you... There's one story I really, really like that I wanted you to tell. Um, I forgot. Oh, you know what? Totally off topic, but since you said that that story about my boner is something that you like to tell over dinner conversations with your friends, <laughs> I want you to tell the story about the first time you had grits because I think that is the funniest thing in the world. Oh my gosh. For those of you that are listening that aren't from the South, grits is just like a staple food item. It's cornmeal. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> y'all, I moved to Nashville a couple years ago and I'm already saying y'all, but it's fun because all I say is you guys, but you'll notice that and everyone gets annoyed when I say you guys. So I'm molding it to y'all. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm a videographer out here, and so, you know, you go get coffee, you go do things, and um, to meet with clients before you do a music video, and especially if it's going to be a bigger project, you want to meet with the manager maybe for breakfast because it's like, you know, a lot of talking and a lot of work, and so it's fun to grab a bite to eat. So I was doing videos for this country, Texas country music artist. He's He was one of my biggest newest clients and I was so excited so I was meeting with this team and they're so cute and so Texas they're like let's meet at Cracker Barrel so I'm like okay I never been and so I go and you know it's all the classic breakfast things and so I do like just like the bacon or the basic like breakfast meal you get the pan- you get it all you get the pancakes this the that the grits and I'm like and the, oh, grits. the grits and I'm like oh I've never gotten those this will be great so <laughs> We're talking, we're all talking. I'm like just trying to be very impressive and, you know, give them my ideas. They're pitching me songs. We're going back and forth and our server is so sweet. And, you know, she's bringing us our coffees. Um, the guy across from me, he got his pancakes out early. The other guy across from me, Greg, he got like his hash browns and everyone's so hungry because it was super busy. So everyone's starting to eat or whatever. And I get like this little side bowl of this chunky stuff. <laughs> so everyone's kind of digging in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like going to have a bite. Like, I'm thinking like, I don't know what this is. These are totally my grits, you know. <laughs> so, so I get a spoon and they are 
delicious. I am just like, wow, like this is really good. And everyone's eating and no one's really noticing. And I literally clear this bowl, you guys. And then here comes more food. And I get like another thing of what, once it got set down, I'm like, oh my God, those have got to be the grits. You know, they just looked like what grits would be. They were like lumpy and mesh, like they looked like kind of like oatmeal oatmeal-ish mm-hmm. rice like kind of thing and I was like oh my god and I looked up and the guys are just like laughing at me or they're not even laughing at me they're kind of like in shock and I go what was this and they go I think that was the gravy <laughs> I downed a bowl of gravy at a business meeting this bitch ate a bowl of gravy with a spoon <laughs> Yes, yes, I did. And honestly, like, it was really good. It was really good, and I would order it again. (laughs) If anyone is asking, the Cracker Barrel gravy is a hard 10 out of 10. Good. Which is how clogged your arteries are right now after eating a bowl (laughs) of Yeah, guys, if I have a heart attack in, like, a couple years, we'll all know why. Yeah, can you imagine your server comes over? She's like, what can I get y'all? And Lexi's like, I'll just have a side of gravy. (laughs) It was really good. It was really good. That is I. That is my favorite story. I go back to Kentucky and tell my friends that story, and everyone dies You're, you're like a crowd pleaser with oh, that yeah. one? Everyone's like, well, how people, did she not know? Yeah, people don't really know what to do with your boner story. It's like kind of <laughs> weird. Everyone gets quiet, and it's like, oh, did I have a boner over a guy and just not know it? You know? Yeah, like, would it be funnier if I was there to, like, laugh with you? Or are they probably, laughing at Probably. I do need to get a better story to, like tell about I, I do love telling people like that we hated each other yeah that's always fun no but i don't know what else do we talk about i think i don't really know what else there is to talk about is that a boring episode no i think it was an important episode of course let's do that okay. let's do that that'll be fun this ugly bitch <laughs> used to do pageants <laughs> so guys bear with us because like we are so new to this podcasting but we have so much to say because we think we're important but we're not but we're we're working on our flow but my next topic is about me (laughs) what a transition you you set me up like i set you up um so lexi used to do pageants i did i know i didn't grow up in this i love that setup (laughs) Okay, wait, do it again, do it again. Um, what what could we transition from to make that seamless? Um Oh, the gravy. Okay, so be like I know Speaking you're Speaking of gravy. <laughs> Lexi did no, be like, I know you're not from the South, but you did do pageants. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm amazing. Okay, so I know that you're not I know you're not from the South and I know that you don't know what grits are. However, you did do pageants for a while, which is really big down here. Tell us about so that. So we speak the same language. Right, yeah. We're kind of on the same page with that. Yes, I was the biggest pageant patty ever from like 17, 16, 16 to like 22. Mm-hmm. It was an era. It was an iconic era. It was. I was like so good. I mean, I still like drank and stuff, but like never like i i've like never really had a snapchat like i was so afraid of sending nudes ever if i like liked anyone (laughs) because you could just not send nudes no but because of pageants like oh no like if it got leaked like there was always like that pageant girl gone bad that like would randomly get on dr phil or like something or like girls would get their titles taken away like one girl had a 
porn on Pornhub, and she was like 18 or 19. Ew. It's like, how did you not know people were going to find that? But I'd like, be more afraid of being like the, like, therefore such ass girl. Oh, that's true. I should yeah. have like been like, I'm naked and I'm proud, yeah. you know? But no, but see, now there's all these like movements where you feel empowered for being naked, but not when I was 16. It was Amen. like, you were the biggest whore if you did stuff like that. So like, I couldn't send any nudes. It was really, no, I'm just kidding. So, like, I couldn't send any nudes, and which was good. And I couldn't, like, really party in high school, which is fine, too. Um, and then I got to college, and I was ready to party. Um, what was the most, like, success that you ever had at a pageant? Like, perf- like at performing, not performing, competing in a pageant. What was the most success, like, what was the highest you ever got? First runner-up. First runner-up. Second runner-up. Like, I was every runner-up. And then I won a random pageant called the, the Collegiate America pageant. Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. That's very esteemed. <laughs> yeah, but I that one was really cool. But then, uh, you know, you want to go to Miss America or Miss USA. But right. I was runner-up for Teen USA. And then, uh, like, I never, like, I would always get so close. And then after, like, the fifth time, I'm like, I have been doing this for five years. Like, it is just not in my path. And I was so tired of giving up things like sending nudes <laughs> i was so tired of like feeling like you have to like present yourself as a certain way because like i'm fun and funny and like i like to cuss every once in a while and it was just like a lot of pressure and i know that sounds so dumb but like pageants are a lot well but you also like you're one of those girls that like you weren't intimidated by the other girls and you met a lot of like your closer friends yes. in pageants too yeah like one of my bridesmaids and my college roommate and I got to go to college, even though I didn't win, I got like $80,000 to go to school because I top fived every year. So I got like 20000 20000 20000 So that's why I went to school randomly in St. Louis. So that was like, I think the biggest accomplishment. That's awesome. But I wonder if I have a most embarrassing moment. Ooh, this wasn't my most embarrassing moment, but one time a girl went to like go do her dance solo and forgot to put like her Spanx on underneath her tights. So she was like doing a kick, like kicks, and like you could totally see her hoot. Oh, her hoot? No way. I am only calling it a hoot from now on. I don't even know where that came from. Should that be like our fan club name? Yeah. What's up, you little hoots? And they're little owls. Oh my god. Oh my god, you guys That'd are the That'd be perfect hoots. for merch. Oh. You're the hoots now. Hey, hoots. It's the queen and the queer. The queen and the queer and the hoots. I love it. Okay, they're hoots. <laughs> we have to, this has to be included in the episode though. So from now on, you're hoots. Hey, hoots. Hey, hoots. Wait, I just said like a hoot was a vagina. I know, that's why it's funny. Okay. You're all little pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, let us know if, I don't want to talk about world topics all the time actually, so don't let us know. I'm going to do what I want. We're going to but... talk about the Israeli-Palestinian <laughs> conflict next episode. Stop. My voice just cracked. Puberty sucks. Yep. Anyways, um, if you have any questions for Garrett, his boners, please let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, But besides that, we will see you next week on The The Queen Queen and the Queer. Queer. We love you so much. We love you. Bye, Hoots. Bye, Hoots. Bye, Hoots.